0: This is the MMA Takes Podcast Podcast. With your host, Brian Brian Petrie I'm having a baby tomorrow What's up? What's up with the what's up? Uh, Welcome to MMA Takes Podcast This is the last show I'm going to do as a father of one We're having a baby tomorrow and it's very, very exciting Uh, Wife wasn't feeling all that well Monday um, had some cramps, had some stomach discomfort. Maybe in the back of my mind, I was like, "Ooh, maybe we're having a baby on Monday." Wasn't the case. We're uh, we're scheduled to go in tomorrow get the induction, the inducing uh, done at eight a.m. tomorrow morning. Christ Hospital. That's where we had our beautiful, beautiful daughter, Winnie. Very, very excited. Um, almost didn't do a podcast this week. I didn't know when I could get it done. We 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 definitely. When you have your first baby, this is all for the for the non fathers or non mothers out there. When you are your first baby, you're you're the whole nine months. You're just excited, and you literally buy everything within the first probably six months. You you have everything like Winnie's room. My daughter, her room was done. It it was painted. It it had the chandelier up. She had her crib. I mean, literally, the only thing that maybe like we didn't have like a, a bundle of, but we still even had some was like diapers, wipes, whatever. With the second baby, you think, okay, well, we have some stuff left over from the first one. And then all of a sudden, when it gets real n- n- nitty gritty, you're like, oh, shit, we don't have as much as we thought. So we had gone out today. We had to get bottles. Of course, we got diapers the other day. We had to get a fucking uh, diaper pail because you can't throw that shit in your, your trash. I mean, you can. It'll stink up your whole house. You got to get a diaper pail. Got that today. We suddenly to get a, a, a few little other things. Cross some D's. Uh, cross some D's. Cross some D's on the bitch. Uh cross some T's, jot, dot some lowercase J's, and we're good to go. But no, I mean listen, we have done this dance before, so we are equipped. In-laws are coming in staying with the uh the little one. They're staying at the house and, and wife and I gotta go have a baby. Uh it's gonna be different with the COVID stuff. I don't know. Uh obviously when when we had Winnie, we had like the whole family there, right? And it was like 24 hours of nothing. And then finally the last like three minutes, (laughs) literally it was like the last hour, excuse me, not three minutes. Literally it felt like the last three minutes, but the last hour was when everything happened, all the pushing happened. And uh, yeah, so very excited, a little nervous obviously, but we've been through this before. got the main stuff, got the car seat, got the car ready. Um, you know, got my backpack, got everything I need, bringing the laptop Gonna be there for a couple nights. Hopefully, you know, I know, it, it, you know, they usher you in and out with the whole COVID thing, but I'm preparing for everything. I'm a fucking, I'm just, I'm just fucking prepared. I'm not a wilderness guy. I'm not a guy that if I get trapped out in the wilderness, I could survive. i will die. i die immediately. But when it comes to getting stuff prepared to go sit in the hospital for a little bit, cheer on the wife, make sure she's a hero, make sure she gets the job done, which I know she will because she's a fucking champion. I'm prepared. All right, <laughs> your boy's prepared. Uh, that's it. That's it. I don't really have any super. Um, I rearranged my office. If you if you follow me on Twitter, I remember takes podcasts on Twitter. I I broke even. I made actually I made actually six bucks. I didn't break even. I made six dollars. That's six dollars is a lot. Okay, six dollars can buy you can buy me two Mountain Dews, right? Everyone knows I'm a soda drinker. That can buy me two Mountain Dews, right? Um, so six dollars is what I made. So last two weeks ago I got, I went broke, right? So I took money out of my account. I had a little bit to play with, two or three units, spent them all, lost them right, lost the slime ball parlay, lost uh, lost another one, whatever. Uh, don't exactly remember this week. I had to reload, reloading the clip, reloading it, and uh, um, I went about two or three units, I think about th- closer to three units, and uh, I made my money back. I didn't have a great night betting, but I made my money back plus six dollars. So, yeah, pretty special, but. I took a little bit of a bad beat. I felt like so I feel like I needed to do something to appease the gambling gods. My wife is nesting right now, she's doing a million things around the house. she's getting things ready for for the baby. she's cleaning, she's rearranging the rooms she's i mean she's doing everything right and, and she, that's what she told me. she's told me it's nesting i didn't know um, and then that gave me the idea to rearrange my office. There was some things about the, my office I didn't love, right um TV placement being one of them. When I hung my TV, my wife's like, oh, that's going to be too low. I'm like, no, it's not. It's way too, it was way too low hung, hanging on the uh, – my computer monitor blocked it. So we just kind of funk the office, and I'm, I'm staring at the TV right now watching the Contender Series as I record this. Shira Blacklist versus Tucker Lutz. Uh, two nut kicks already. For uh, for Lutz, he got kicked in the nuts twice already. That's not good. But yeah, so I got that on. So I, I I plan on bringing some like maybe some streaming stuff. I don't know. We'll do it. But the new layout is is definitely. I'm feeling good. Okay, I'm feeling mojo. My little baby girl's being born tomorrow, so that's obviously gonna give me luck. So I'm gonna turn around. I don't know if I'll be able to gamble this weekend. I don't know if I'll be able to get down to Indiana. I will be giving my picks. Devin and Tim will be handling the pick'em. They're gonna go on head to head. Tim beat me last week we'll get into that but uh, they'll be going head to head it I don't know if it'll be up <clears throat> it, it, it might only be up one or two ways here we'll see how see how they want to do it if they do it Skype then it'll be up audio only if they want to do it with StreamYard the way I stream it if I want they want to send links and I'll just produce it from the from the hospital which if I'm able to I will cuz I got my laptop and I'll just it's two click buttons and they can just go off and we'll stream it live then it'll be a video format either way they're giving out their picks they're fighting right now about it <clears throat> it's an intense battle already they they, they fucking hate each other. um and then I'll be giving my pick out, pickouts as as well I'm going over the card now I'm going to do more research Come in the hospital because, like I, like I said, a lot of it is just sitting around waiting, waiting for things to happen. Yada, yada, yada. <sighs> got a big gulp here. This is going to be my last night of rest, unrest, sleep for about six months. You like Winnie was really good, but the first, at least the first two months of a newborn, she's going to breastfeed. So she's going to be up a lot. and And the wife's got to wake up more. And my wife was. A superhero with it. Sorry if I'm talking about kids a lot. It's just obviously it's on my mind. <clears throat> I used to wake up really early for my job. I used to wake up like two, three in the morning and go to work. So before we had Winnie, I was like, oh, well, she cries in the middle of the night. I'm gonna wake up like that. No fucking problem. I used to be, you know, my wife sleeps like a fucking <laughs> she's out. Uh, but come, come baby time when the, when the baby was crying to get up. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't the one, I wasn't the first one up. My wife literally had to almost push me into bed to get me up. She was up for like five minutes going, go get her. But when she's really little, she's got breastfeed. So I usually wake up anyway. And then obviously now we got another one. So hopefully Winnie's going to sleep right through that and be like, yo, man, I need to get some Z's. All right. So enough of me. We'll get to the, um, we'll get to the picks here. One thing I'm going to do that different I always start from the bottom up I'm gonna go bottom down right no one really cares about the first fight all that much I'm gonna end there I listen to some podcasts and they usually start they usually don't rec. they don't recap every fight they just hit the highlights I like to touch on every little fight but uh yeah you go top down because then I run out of win at the end these are the improvements I'm trying to make here guys now first up how, uh main event howfield versus Paul Felder unreal fight listen Paul Felder came to fight I've I've I'm not a Paul Felder fan. I've, I've talked shit about him in the past. But listen, you step up on five days, whatever it was, cut that weight. Even if he was training for like triathlon, he still weighed 178 pounds of lean muscle. You cut that weight when a bunch of guys miss weight. And you go out there and you perform against Alfred Dos Anos, A motivated, full training camp Dos Anos, And he was throwing heat. Felder was going out there fucking slanging him. His technique looked good. His sharpness looked good. Usually when you... When you, when you don't train a lot or you're not in the sparring or whatever, your timing's off. His timing definitely didn't see him off. He was going for it. Uh, later in the fight, uh, Dos Anjos, they, they were they were competitive exchanges. You obviously leaned toward Dos I thought he obviously landed the cleaner shots because Felder was cut up a little bit. But Felder was no punk. Felder walked through a lot of Dos shots and landed his own shots. Dos decided to wrestle a little bit, mix it up, because whenever Felder's back went against the cage, Dos shot a takedown. The only thing I feel about that is, is It seems like a guy who fights a lot of grapplers and he complains about it. Like, oh, once you stand up, why don't we fight in the center? And then like when you got a guy who wants to stand up with you, 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 you take him down. So I hope in the future when Dasanios fights like at Islam, if they rematch it back, hopefully he doesn't complain about someone taking him down all the time or grappling him all the time because it's like. Dude, like, that's what you do with Felder when he wants to stand up. You, 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 this is MMA. This isn't kickboxing. You go the route that you're going to win, and he knew Felder wasn't training, five days' notice – uh, hadn't been in an MMA gym in four months, he said, and that, that muscle fatigue, that wrestling fatigue is way different than cardio, right? Thought it looked good in cardio, but you know, his, his, he was sore his, his wrestling defense wasn't on point as it usually is. It looked still looked pretty good, but you know, that's a different kind of cardio that that muscle fatigue is, is, is way different, but those Sanya's look very good. I did my star rating again. I gave them both threes. <clears throat> I thought it was. Uh, a competitive fight. Obviously, I had Dosanos winning four to one. I-, I leaned Felder in the fourth round. I thought Felder did just enough. That 48-47 scorecard for Felder is absolutely ridiculous. The judging was a little off in this fight. Or this night, excuse me. There's another fight earlier that even though it won money, it was completely uh atrocious uh fight. Um, this one though, giving this fight to Felder was one of the worst card, scorecards ever. 48-47 is absolutely horrible. Um, I, a lot of people had a clean sweep for Dos Anjos 5-0. Like I said, I had no problem with that. I did lean Paulie uh, Felder taking that fourth round. But it was, a very, it was a competitive fight. It was it was a fun fight. Paul Felder saved the show. Dos got to give him props too. He stepped up and fought a completely different opponent. Um, I felt like this opponent obviously matched him stylistically better than Islam. Islam would have maybe put him a little more on the map at 155, but Felder, higher ranked guy, uh, just a guy that I feel like Dos Anjos matches up well. The one thing that I will say, and I listen to, Flo- I always listen to Anik and Florian. I know they they record on Sunday. They put it out Monday. I always listen to it on, oh, Lutz is going for a choke here. Blackwood's out. Um, I was listening to it on Tuesday. Tuesday at my work is is like kind of a snappier day for me. I'm in and out. I get there i got my stuff you know what i mean it's not like wednesdays are heavy day thursdays are usually a mass and friday i'm usually out of there so tuesday's like my really enjoying day and i worked today i worked I'm, I'm not working the rest of the week but i worked today um you know because i'm having a baby but uh i was listening on tuesday and, and i love kenny foreign you guys know that but i thought he was off on the felder take he got a little upset that felder took this fight he said it doesn't do anything for him he's like the ufc is going to use this to pressure other people to take fights on short notice I, I I can't help but disagree with that because if yeah it's it's a risk reward right paul Fodor you know he 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 earned some money he's one foot out the door at this point right he's 50 50 on committing like he he said he's not going to retire but when they accepted the fight he literally did a soundbite where he says he's 50 50 after the Dan hooker fight he said he doesn't know if he's going to come back or not. Um, He only won at big name fights. It was a big name fight. So, to me, in a a Felder situation, this made a lot of sense. He's calling the container series tonight. He is uh, good to be an announcer for the UFC for a while. They seem to like him a lot at ESPN or UFC, whoever makes those decisions. And he made a shit ton of money, right? He made definitely a bump up in a salary, which I'm sure he's getting paid main event money even before that he had he had a few main events. But he's definitely he definitely got a bump up in salary for this. And this is like the made of legends. Like people are going to talk about Felder taking the fight on five days' notice. And it's so short-sighted because what if he won? And then we're talking about, whoa, that was such a genius move by Felder. Now, since he lost, since it was like, oh, that was so stupid for him to take that. He shouldn't have done that. But... No, I think it, you, you gotta risk it sometimes. And Felder was willing to risk it because I don't feel like he had anything to lose. He's seven in the rankings. He wasn't being talked for the title pitcher. When they were breaking down who who's this gonna be this tournament at 155, this make-believe fan tournament that we all were are creating, Felder really wasn't a name jumping out there. You know, he was ranked seventh, but I think he would have got leapfrogged by a few other people. Um, and now the Sondes just beat him. I think this was a, a courageous move by Fodor. I think this was a smart play. Florian d- d- disagreed with that. I, you know, I just always look back at the, at the Michael Bisming thing. Michael Bisming fought Luke Rockhold the first time and got absolutely embarrassed. Got a head kick, got choked out, got head kick, knocked down, then choked out. They used to spar with each other. They did not like each other. Bisping was filming a movie. And I guess Wyman, it had to have been Wyman. Wyman fell out of the title shot, and they called Bisbing, who literally just wrapped on a movie, was two weeks out, and took the title fight on two weeks, and wasn't in the gym. I mean, he was probably you know in okay cardio shape, and he goes out there, he knocks out Lou Rockhold in the first round, gets his title shot, gets his very first uh, title shot, and then finally wins. Right, wins the title. Everyone wanted Bisbing to win the title. He's been around forever. If you go with the Kenny Florian mindset of no. What is that going to benefit my career? I'm only two weeks' notice. This guy's already beaten me before. He's the champion. He's the best in the world. I'm going to walk. I'm not going to do this. Right then, we're not talking about Bisming being a Hall of Famer. Like right? he probably would have been a Hall of Famer, but now this cement him as a Hall of Famer. Maybe even one of the great one at 185. Maybe not skill wise, just personality wise, and who he fought. I mean, he fought the who's who, and he fought through the steroid era. I mean, he fought everyone that was juiced up on steroids. So you can't look at Bisbing and say. You shouldn't have taken that fight because of the risk-reward. No, he went out and won, so everyone's applauding him for it. Paul Futter is doing the same thing. He went out there, and this is a winnable fight for him, right? Um, I thought he won one round. I thought if Delsanos did not grapple, I thought it could have been a lot closer, but it is what it is. I, very rarely do I disagree with uh, Kenny Foran, but yeah. Anyway, not to bury the lead here because I know he's probably listening. And he's probably like, we'll talk about me. Tim beat me. Tim got me. 3-2. Competitive fight. I went 4-5 and five of my picks. Not great. Uh, my underdog lock hit, which we'll get to that was, I had to switch it a bunch of times. So my underdog lock was Antonio Royal. Eric Anos got put in the hospital. Then I switched it to Cunones. Uh, Smoker got pulled for weight cutting issues. So then I had to go Corey McKenna. She won my underdog lock. That was a fight that we're, I was talking about earlier about just it's horrible judging. Um, Tim hit big on Sean Strickland. That was a fight we differed on as well. He hit the, uh, send him home and, and, uh, he didn't hit, it. excuse me. He had to sent him home and, uh, lock on Dante Mays. Dante Mays looked okay. Very average in the first Friday night. We'll get to that. Um, so he hit on those two points. And then what was the third one here? Um, what do we go opposite on? Did I, did I do the math wrong here? Um... Oh, fuck. No. Sorry. Yeah. Moreno. He got Moreno. I switched Reese McKee last minute. Reese McKee lost. So he got Moreno. He got his, his mortal lock in, in, Mays, And then he hit Strickland. So Strickland was the big one for him. That was a pick and fight. We'll get to Brennan Allen. One of the more disappointing fights. Co-main event though. My sent him home. Uh, Al Hassan versus chaos Williams. Somebody put some respect on chaos Williams name. God damn. Uh, listen, I, th- I, I, I thought he looked way better in this fight. I thought his leg kicks look good. I thought he looked fast in there. And uh, Hassan isn't the slowest guy in the world. Big, powerful dude throws his shots with in bad intentions and chaos. Williams that look pre-fight, the look in the fight was not intimidated at all. Came out throwing some wicked leg kicks. I mean, if you will go back and look at that fight, it didn't last very long, but those low kicks were really adding up those to the lower legs. He faked a jab through that right hand, right through the guard, split the guard, put it on his chin, and fucking slapped him. That's that's big power right so it's also big accuracy but more so big power Cass williams had his right hand cocked threw a straight right hand with Hassan's guard up split the guard laying on the chin and just didn't even not drop him didn't hurt him slept him so that's big big power uh he looked really wild in the GFC debut against morono um but he looked really cleaned up in this fight. I think he's getting better. I think he did leave Michigan for a little bit. I think he did go somewhere to train. I think that's helping him. He's eleven and one. I love the way he carried himself post fight. He said he's not going to get outside of himself. He knows who he is. He's saying all the right things. I believe he's wearing an autism patch, which is awesome for like kids autism stuff, which is amazing. His suit looked dope in the post fight. Um, Cass Williams is a fucking badass name. It's not his real name. His real name's Kalen, but. Fuck it. You're going by Kayla, K, uh Chaos Williams. That's your fucking name. Um, I love it. Al Hassan's never been finished. I thought, so what I did, I I put money on Al Hassan on a parlay. He was my slime ball parlay. I put Arroyo first. I went down and I bet Arroyo and then he got pulled off right when I got down to Indiana. So I had to figure someone else out. I hit a RDA and I hit McKenna and I missed on Hassan. I thought that was a bad luck. He was a two to one favorite. I didn't think he was going to slap. He's never been slept before, but Cass Williams is a, is a complete different animal. So, uh, you know, fuck it. That's the, you know, I, I've, I'm, I'm appeasing the gambling gods by redoing everything. Right. I know I'm, uh, you know, I'm just making that shit up. I'm just, no, actually, you know what? Fuck it. I believe it. Fuck you. If you don't believe it, I believe it. Uh, Cass Williams to me, he got, he got four stars. Would have been a five. If the fight went a little bit longer, just because I want to see a little bit, a little bit more, uh, and all oh, son got zero. He didn't make weight, right? Guys that don't make weight. Um, whatever, but what I did was I propped, I sent this out on Twitter, I propped the fight to go decision as well. I thought if Hassan was going to get Chaos out of there in the first round, that he was going to gas and, and Chaos would would take over. I think Chaos was a little bit more ra- uh, well-rounded in the fight as well. He, uh, The tape, I've seen him, he's shown a lot of, of his, a lot of his game that's actually really good. So, plus 430 for it to go decision. I took a shot in the dark, took a little poke. Uh, obviously missed that because Chaos Williams slept him in the first round. So it was a send him home for me, I was just on the opposite side. I had all son, but uh, Tim thought about taking Chaos Williams. He, he didn't trust his gut on that one. He would have went out big on me. All right, Kate Hansen versus Corey McKenna. This is the fight I have a problem with. Both women got two stars for me. Both evenly matched. They probably should have got a little bit higher for me. The 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 judging got a really bad taste in my mouth. So as everyone knows, I think Kate Hansen's a little bit of a cutie. A little bit of cutie patootie, okay? She's the most plain vanilla girl in the world, but I like it, okay? I also think she's is a pretty good fighter. I think she's gotten a lot better. Uh, a lot of people like to bring up her early record. Record. you know she has three losses now four i believe right uh she had more than that yeah four losses her three losses before she's young she's 21 years old she's gonna have mistakes she's one in four in boxing but that's when she was like 19 years old okay so there's a lot of people poker at but i think she's getting a lot of better uh, a lot of better a lot better i think she's with a good team and then she's fighting cory mckenna which i heard about her life story so i ended up making a switch i thought i was making the pick with my dick instead of my brain and mckenna Dad, dad is the weighted vest running champion of Wales. Mom's a professional fighter. They moved to Sacramento for her career. Like, she's all in. She's fucking invested. Um, she looked good in the contender series in this fight. I thought Kay Hansen won two of the three rounds easily. I rewatched his fight back and I thought Kay Hansen easily won two of the three rounds. Um, robberies is is a tough word for me to say because there are some really egregious decisions out there. This is close, though. This is a close of a robbery, if, if I'm being honest with you. I thought Kay Hansen did enough when Corey McKenna, they raised her hand. I had a buddy over up. Uh, my, my daughter was climbing all over me. So I watched the fight. I wasn't paying attention to the, the, um, the commentary was all the way down. So I wasn't paying attention to that. But, uh, yeah, Corey McKenna, I thought she looked good. I thought Kay Hansen looked a little better. These girls are 21. They're going to run it back eventually at 115 If they, if they climb the ranks, I, I, I don't think either's a loss. Obviously McKenna won. she hurt her foot or something like that. She battled through some shit, which is cool. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I switched to the mechanic. She's my underdog locks. She's a plus 184 is what I got her at, which is actually pretty high. I don't think Kay Hansen should have been in the 200s anyway. Um, I'm glad I made that switch and won me some money. This was a, probably the biggest hit I had at a straight wager on her. Had her in some parlays too, which lost, but the straight wager was the big play for me. So Tucker Lutch just won by unanimous awesome decision. So. Not much of a fight there. I don't know if he's going to get a contract. or Not the Blackledge came back. Did Lutz come back? Can't remember if he did or not. But uh, Blackledge, I know it's coming back. All right. Next up, we got uh, Ashley Yoder versus Miranda Granger. You know, this is a fight that I should have called. Should have called coming. Uh, they both got uh, Yoder got uh, two, Granger got one. Competitive fight, but Yoder just out muscled or out cardio or out just everything. Miranda Granger is a girl who. For some reason, I think she's better than she is, and she's not. And Yoda's a girl I think she's worse than she is, and she's not. She's 8-6, Yoda. Is. She was 76 coming in this fight. I can't trust her. I'll never trust her. It's hard to bet her. She's an underdog play here. If you played underdog on Yoder and you're telling me you were confident, I'm going to call you a fucking liar. There's no way you went to the counter, placed it on Yoder, or placed it on, uh, on your phone and was confident, right? She's a plus-116 underdog I know people love underdogs. They want that underdog money, but there's no way you're confident, right? Some people were because Granger is not that good. Some people have a better opinion, a better read on Granger than I do, but there's no way you're comfortable and in, in, in confident betting Yoda. There's just no fucking way. Uh, but, yeah, overall, kind of a dud fight, right? Yoder did her thing and, and, and scrapped it out and, and, and won, a, won a fight. All right, Sean Strickland versus um, – Brendan Allen, this fight really bothered me, right? Not because I picked Brendan Allen to win, and, and we split, and this was a deciding factor to me. Brendan Allen didn't fight like Brendan Allen. Brendan Allen went out there, and he's down in Sanford MMA now. He's training with some big boys. He used to be a Rufus guy. He's a young guy. His stand up's coming along a little bit, right? It looked a little better in this fight, but he's coming out there, just eating shots to Sean Strickland, who is a very good striker, who is powerful. And he's just eating shots like it's not a big deal, and he's not really pressing the takedown. He's not making the fight ugly. Like it looked like he went in there and read the stats that everyone was reading about Sean Strickland, how he's really hard to take down, and and uh, you know he's never been submitted before, and he, and he's tough on the ground. And all this. It looked like Brendan Allen read those stats. and was like, "Well, I, I, I might as well stand up with him." What do you like? Why? Like, do you think Khabib reads a stat about a guy never been taken down and gives a shit? Right? You know, he doesn't. He goes out there and he does his fucking game. Brendan Allen obviously not Khabib. I'm just saying Khabib doesn't give a shit what you're going to do or how good you are at one thing. He's going to come out there and do his thing. Brandon Allen needs to do his thing, right? I, 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 you know, He's 15 and four. He's a young guy, but it was just a sloppy fight all around. I mean, he landed some good sh- uh, shots on Sean Strickland, but Sean Strickland was just moving really well, pot shotting really well. Um, his straights were, were beautiful, and then obviously he put Allen away in, in, in that second round there. But I want to see Allen pressure more. They went to the back a little bit. Sean falling him down. They got back to the mat. Um, I, I could just tell when they went to the mat, Brendan Allen had some uh, off his back. He's not like a killer killer, but he definitely looked like he was the more um, like... Uh, capable guy in the ground. It looked like he was going to win some exchanges there. I want to see him make the fight a little ugly. I want to see him get after him instead of just having a kickboxing match with Sean Strickland and just getting slapped. So Brandon Lang got one star for me. Sean Strickland got three. This is back-to-back wins. Sean Strickland uh, should have finished Marchman and he finished Brennan Allen, which doesn't make any sense besides the fact that Marchman is a fucking cement head, right? Um, but Sean Strickland is a guy who... Took a lot of time off, and now he's back. I like him at eighty five. I think he's gonna give. He's gonna be a tough out for a lot of people at eighty five. He he was honest in his post fight. He said my cardio wasn't great, taking the time off. you know getting this fight, I want to hop back in there. I thought he's very very honest, which I liked. But yeah, Brandon Allen, you just can't you just can't perform like that. It was it was a sorry performance by Brandon Allen, a guy who I didn't like. And then I started to like, and now I'm on the fence about, because if you're going to have fight IQ like that, then I don't know, implement your game, go out there and be like, oh, this guy hasn't been taken down. He's never been submitted. Okay. I'm going to be the first one to do that. Right? Like, yeah, I'm going to work my striking. I'm going to make it fucking ugly. I'm going to put it on him. And almost like he just gave up. He's like, fuck it. Let's just make it a kickboxing fight. Right. And then he got slept. He paid for it. He got sloppy and, and he was going chin first. His chin was in the air. You know, he's never been, I don't think he had been knocked out at that point, but uh you can't do that at 24 years old. You're gonna get shot born pretty quick. And uh Strickland's just pinpoint accurate and, and powerful. Uh conacto Maratta versus Random Marcos. Morato's a girl that I underlooked. This was the fight that I got. Uh Tim and I both got this wrong, but I got the the um the line drawn. Tim had to correct me. I thought Marcos was the favorite, and Murata was the dog. Oh god, Yanni, the Greeks on TV right now. Get this guy out of here. Uh, Yanni the Teeth was what I call him. Jesus, this guy sucks. All right, uh, but Murata looked really good. Her her high level. I always kind of joke about these women coming in. She's not from a small country. She's from Japan. But they're like, oh, Olympic Olympic uh, qualifier, Olympic gold medalist or whatever. Yeah, if, you know, I don't think Murata's a gold medalist but you know, what I mean, she's this, this high level wrestler. I'm like, yeah, but how many women are wrestling in that country, right? What are what are the cutoffs? Like, could you know what I mean? Like, if I moved to that country, like I could maybe make the wrestling team if I dress like a woman, right? I mean, listen, that, that, that's that's legal. Right. But anyway, Maratha looked really good. Her takedowns were great. Marcos is a good wrestler herself. And uh, Maratha looked really good. She went for some take, uh, for submissions as well. It wasn't so she was laying and praying. Marcos hung in there tough. She's 10 and 10 now. That's her record. It's 10 and 10, which is pretty wild. She likes to fight a lot. She makes it an entertaining fight. But this is a girl who just, I think, maybe needs to step away from the UFC, step away from these really high level fights and, and possibly go fight Invicta, LFA, something like that, and really get her feet wet, because I think she can do really well there. I think she can maybe get some wins and then come back to UFC. Because um, 115 women, it's a Shark Tank round. Murata's another fucking shark. Uh, she looked very good. Um, I was impressed by her a lot, her wrestling and, and her grappling. and She's undersized, but her wrestling and grappling looked really good. Cardi looked good, too. 200 grave relievers, Giotto, DeFrectus. This almost gave me a heart attack, so I had a single bet on this as well. I had him in a parlay. Obviously, all my parlays went bust, but my mortal lock, Gravely, American top team train guy now has a lot of finishes, has a lot of experience. Has fought really good guys, Duroto is a guy who I've never been blown away with, right? But is a solid dude. But I made this more mortal lock as minus one sixty four favorite. I'm going to try to make you guys money. Yes, he's a favorite, but he's a viable favorite, and uh, it's a split decision. I thought Gravely won every every round. I'd have to rewatch it again. I didn't have him not rewatched it again, but I was watching it pretty intently because this was my guy. I had him, I had him multiple ways. This is a pick I gave out. And uh he he, he squeaked by. It was a split. Um, I thought it was clear three rounds to none for uh uh gravely, 29-28, maybe, but some you know he took uh Fretes down a lot. He got hurt on the feet, gravely got hurt a couple times by Fretes. neither gassed out, Tony gassed out a little bit in the third round, but really uh, kind of sucked it up and they start banging at the end of the third round, which was awesome. They start throwing down that third round uh, at the very end there and just, and Gravely got the better of it, in my opinion. But uh, entertaining fight. I thought it was a back and forth fight to the point where um, Gravely was taking him down. DeFretes was working his way back up. Gravely put him back down again. DeFretes obviously needs to work on his takedown defense. Gravely needs to work on a little bit more submissions. If you're going to take a guy down and you can't hold him down, then if he's working his way back up to the feet, then you got to jump on something. You got to take a neck. You got to take a fucking arm. You got to take something. Uh, he didn't do that. He doesn't have those skills yet. But he's with American Top Team now. I think this was his first or second camp with them. He looked pretty good. Um, so yeah, this is a guy. I'm glad I'm a motor lock hit. That's what I care about. If I give out a mortal lock, that's my best bet. That's what I want. If you take away anything from this podcast, you think I'm complete bullshit. You think all my picks stink. That's fine. But I, I, I really, really want you. I, I care about all my picks. But I really want you to bet my mortal lock. So if I give you a lock and he loses or she loses, whatever. I'm fucking upset. Okay. That's my mortar lock. That's my best bet. All right. Doesn't happen often, but when it does, I get pissed. And I'm not a little pussy that gives you mortar locks over 300. I'm not a pussy that gives you an 1800 or 12 minus 1800 minus 1200 lock. Okay. I'm not a little pussy that does that. Okay. I'm giving you minus 164, minus 150, sometimes minus 120, sometimes pick them. Okay. I don't, I don't go crazy high. So check the tape, baby. Here my daughter getting uh she's getting a bath right now. she's being very loud. All right, Alex my versus Reese McKee. Um, I took Reese McKee last minute. I thought Reese McKee was gonna look a lot better in this fight. Listen, long rangy guy, good striker. Morona looked like he wanted to strike. He did take him down a few times, but Reese just this is not good. You know, he took a lot of shots. He could not read Morona's right hand. Morona's a guy who's been touched before, he's been a guy that's been hurt before. I think he's a solid fighter, right? I had Morono originally, but I just couldn't bet him at that line. He was way too high. I was underdog chasing. And, uh, yeah, Reese McGee, though, he's suspect, right? He's suspect. Um, Coming from a really good organization, usually they produce great fighters. I don't know what it is. His fight IQ just did not seem there. He was getting eaten up by that right hand, which is an easy read. You're longer than this guy. Use your jab. I thought he did some things right. I thought he hit Morono a few times. He definitely hung in tough. Um, he got his face bashed in a little bit. But yeah, this was not a great performance by Reese McKeez. own two in the FC now. Morano coming off a big win over, or excuse me, coming off a horrible loss of Williams, who Chaos Williams, who's a fucking stud, but this is a good rebound win. All right. For the uh first fight of night, downtown. Mace was Rogue Martinez or Runoka Martinez fights fucking sucked. Dante pieced him up from the outside, rogue, took him down. It was uh wasn't very close. Rogue hung in there tough, uh, like he does. He's a tough dude, but um has what it is. Excuse me, let me go back. So I had Granger two to one. Uh the only other performer. I had Morata as a three-star. Everyone else was ones or twos. Um, I completely abandoned my star system as well. But Morata was a three. I she really impressed me. So four or five of the night, though. Tim beat me. Still champ. Him and Devin uh are picking this week. And uh I hope to run it back with the uh the, the winner. We're trying to trying to trying to get, you know, we all bought belts. If you if you saw the pick on with uh, with Tim, we bought belts and and you get to proudly where, well Devin didn't buy a belt because he lives in fucking some Indian you know hut or something. I don't know if he. I think he gets his shipments by helicopter once every three months. Um, but we bought a belt. We we bought belts, Tim and I, and you probably get to represent that. And I am very excited to represent that. If I'm being honest with you, I had a belt when, like that when I was a kid when I was a wrestling fan. I had a WWE belt and I haven't. Had, I I gave it to. I remember I was like 12 or 13. I thought I was a big boy. I'm a big boy. My mom used to babysit. That was like her job. She used to babysit at the house. She's had like 12, 13 kids. This one little kid who I really liked, he goes, hey, I really like this belt. Can I have it? And he was like six, maybe five or six. And it was the old wrestling belt. And I go, yeah. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and take it. And then about three weeks later, I had like give away. I was like an Indian guy. I wanted to give it back, right? Are you allowed to say Indian gift anymore? Is that like insensitive? I used to say it all the time. Like, I know you can't say Indian style anymore. You have to say crisscross applesauce. So maybe Indian giver is a horrible thing. Anyway, uh, I shouldn't say that. I apologize if you you got offended. But um, I gave it to him and I want it back. I told my mom, hey, you got to call his mom and get it back for me. I, I don't know why I gave that up. I was... I was being soft. Get it back. She goes, "No, you gave it. You gotta call him and get it back." And I just chickened out. I couldn't call. So then I'm like, "All well, right, we'll buy me another one. I want to buy." It. They're like, "No, you gotta save it." This is like, I was. I'm a spoiled kid, right? My parents, you know, they're, they're amazing. They they got me whatever I wanted as a kid. And but they're like, "No, you gave it up. Save your birthday money." So then my birthday came around. I went to go. We couldn't find them anywhere. This is I'm old. So this is before Amazon. This is before any of the uh, online stuff, right? Everything was in store, brick and mortar. You had to go and fucking buy it. Toys R Us. Every toy store, and we, we drove around to all the toys that in local Cincinnati. And we literally just could not find them. We were calling on the phone. They're like, yeah, we haven't seen those in a while. So I got fucked a little bit there. You know, I got fucked. But uh, props to that kid for having that belt. So now I got a belt, and it just brings a little bit nostalgic memory to me. Um, that's it. I just want to kind of get on. I'm going to preview uh, this weekend's car for you boys. Um, I don't have any, like, uh, surefire picks yet. Uh, I believe – we got Paulina Masis versus Gloria DePaula. She's They're fighting in the tennis right now. I really like my new layout. I don't want to keep talking about it. AJ McKee versus Darren Caldwell on Thursday night. It's a really good fight for Bellator as well as a fight. AJ McKee is one of the few talents next to Aaron Pico uh, that I'm really excited for. Pitbull won too. Pitbull beat uh, Pedro Caval. Um, it's a hand-picked fight for him. He, he did what he was supposed to do. He went out there and he slept the guy. I'm not a Pitbull hater, I guess. I just... I want to see him fight the best in the world. I just don't know if he's ever going to leave Bellator. He's trying to get UFC fighters over the Bellator, which is never going to happen because it doesn't benefit the UFC. It only benefits Bellator. So if if, if they ever do that, which I don't see why, because it's just going to make Bellator more money and then say Pitbull beats... Volkanovski or whoever the champion is at the time, then they're going to be like, well, we got the better guys, right? It just, it doesn't make any sense for the UFC. So I I hate that narrative that people are trying to push that. Anyway, he looked fantastic against Caval last week, Bellator. I like him on Thursday nights. Um, I don't know if I'm obviously going to be able to watch this Thursday night. Hopefully I will be able to in the hospital with my baby and my wife, uh, very healthy. That's what I, that's what I hope. That's what I think is going to happen. And fuck, I might be home all I know by Thursday. I don't know. My mom, we might go to the hospital tomorrow. They induce her. This thing squirts out like a watermelon. We're home Thursday morning. I don't fucking know. Who knows? I know they I know they usher you in and out. As long as she's healthy, baby and mom. I know they usher you in and out because of the COVID thing. They treat you like you're the president of the United States. You know, you gotta wear a mask. I can't leave the hospital. I'm like, I gotta pack fucking snacks. Uh this weekend's card, listen, for a pay-per-view, I'm not gonna lie to you, it's a little weak. I'm definitely gonna order it. If I'm home on Saturday, and I got the baby in my arms. I'm gonna order the fight, right? I'm gonna order it because what else I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend time with my family and watch these fights. But I'm not gonna go over all the fights. Lewis Cossi, contender series guy, kicking the kicking the night off. Looks like a pretty good fight. He's a huge favorite, I believe, minus three twenty five. Kyle Dacus versus Dustin Stolfus. Um, Dacus is his huge favorite. I like Dacus. I know. He he lost to Brennan Allen, who just looked pretty embarrassing, but I think Dawkins is is a solid dude. He's an interesting guy there. Um, that's a fighter I like to keep my eye on. Really high, though. His line's really high. Alan Joe Ban versus Derek Gooden. Joe Ban is the same age as fucking uh, Shogun, which is absolutely wild. Don't know much about Gooden. <clears throat> but uh, you know, Joe Ban always brings it inciting fighter, so should be a good one. Nicholas Dolby's Daniel Rodriguez. Daniel Rodriguez has really piqued my interest here. He's, he's on a run at the UFC. Nicholas Dolby's a guy that I always really gave praise to. And then he goes out there and he gets knocked out by he was my mortal lock, he was my single bet, he was my anchor in my parlay last time he fought. And he got knocked out by Jesse Ronson, who was a fucking journeyman. Right? Nicholas Dolby has a draw with um Darren Till. This guy is iron. This guy is, you know, they had to stop a fight. In the UK because the fucking ring was too bloody. I don't know if it's his blood or his opponent's blood. This dude's a fucking warrior. And he gets slept by Jesse Ronson and just and when he, you know, excuse me, he gets dropped by Jesse Ronson and he gets choked out. Just gave up. Just gave up the choke, right? Um, I know apparently he has had some dependency issues. I you know, it is what it is, but Dan Rodriguez is a guy you don't fuck around with. This guy hits hard, he's big for 170. I really like that fight. Dan Rodriguez, huge favorite. Um, if Nicholas Darby didn't just get knocked out. I know he didn't get knocked out by – he choked out. If he didn't get fucking slept and then choked out by Jesse Ronson, this is a line that I would like to play at plus 250 because Dolby can make it ugly, can make it scrappy. Um, we haven't seen – we've seen Rodriguez in some really good fights. He's fought some good competition, but I really want to see him in an ugly fight here. You know, we've seen him rock before. We've seen him shook, uh, Rodriguez. That is, he's rebounded well. His ground game looks good. Um, obviously I'm going to pick Rodriguez here. That's the only pick. I only have a few picks right now. Rodriguez and Dawkins is the only two I've written down. Both huge favorites though. So again, I don't know what you do with that Parlam or whatever, but you know, don't sleep on Dolby. either. Dalby's going to come out and get knocked out by Rodriguez, which I can definitely see happening, or he's going to come out and he's going to make it grimy and dirty and somehow either win a split decision or, Or making a decision. But I do see Rodriguez probably sleeping him a little bit. Antonio Sotchenko versus Adrian Lipsky. This is just like, hey, my sister's fighting. Throw me on the card. Lipsky, cutie patootie from Brazil. Hasn't done anything great. Uh, Who cares fight? Really, right? Jaquan Buckley versus Jordan Wright. This fight's really interesting. Buckley having the... One of the best KOs anybody's ever seen in the UFC, Jordan Wright. All 11 wins by finishes, even though all the 11 wins are by bums, except the last guy he fought in the contender series, the Beverly Hills ninja or whatever. It looks like a complete psychopath. I want nothing to do with him. Um, But, yeah, he's there. This would be a good fight. They're going to stand up. They're going to bang. Um, and we're going to see. Buckley obviously has big power, so we'll, we'll, we'll see if that uh if that holds up here. This girl's been on this Dars or this front guillotine. I'm, I'm, she's trying to work for a Dars right now. And is uh, it's going on as I'm, I'm as I'm, I'm recording, and it feels like she's been going on this for the whole round. I I I, I don't know why she isn't giving up. She's gonna blow out all her arms. Looks like it might be tight now. It's under the neck, but you're not controlling the body. If that girl just does not know how to get out of it. Then you're done. You gotta control the body. It doesn't look like Macias doesn't know what to do here. All she has to do is get her leg out and jump over to the other side. to be all right. But I think she's all right. Anyway, there you go. She's grabbing the body. Sorry, I'm doing play-by-play play now. All right, she's only got one arm in. She's trying to elevate it wrong angle. Okay. Uh, fight of the night, in my opinion. Brandon Moreno versus Brandon Revol. This is going to be a sick fight. Moreno's a guy I've criminally underrated. He's gotten so much better. Brandon Revolt, I've been on the opposite side both times he's fought in the UFC. He shoved it up my ass. Um, very close line, I think. I think, uh, what is it? Moreno's a minus 188 favorite. Revolve's a plus 152. Listen, if I'm being honest with you, Revolve might be the play here. Uh, Moreno, I think, is the better fighter. I think he's a better grappler. I think he's a little bit tougher. But Moreno's a fucking wild card, dude. This dude is really, really good. Plus 152 odds. You know, there's not many underdogs I've seen on this card that I really love. That might be a worth a stab there. Shogun, whoever's Paul Craig rematch, uh, Shogun again, the uh, the wonderful Shogun plus one fifty two, another underdog that you might look at here. Him and Paul Craig had a draw the first time. Shogun has a better record than people think. Paul Craig, good fighter, not great fighter. I think this is a pretty pretty good fight. I think this is a, a good fight to kick off the main card for sure. I'm leaning Shogun just because he's 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 the, you know, the Hall of Famer. And I think Paul Craig, just a little, eh. Caitlin Chikagian versus Cynthia Calvillo. This fight makes a lot of sense. I want Calvillo to win. She's 9-1-1. Cynthia Calvillo has only had 12 fights. I feel like, or 11 fights. This will be her 12th fight. I feel like this girl's been around forever and that she's had 100 fights, right? Why does it seem like she's been around for so long? She's 9-1-1. She's only has one loss. She's fighting Chicagan, who has a great record. He has a lot of wins on her about at 125 and 115. And uh, this is a girl that like, I finished by Andrade last time out. Body shots. You know what I mean? So uh, what is the line here? Chikagian, underdog here. Calvillo's a, a big favorite. You know, I think Calvillo's going to win. But I think if if you're playing the underdog game, I mean, Chicagan could squeak out a decision. I, you know, who knows? These girls are fucking swinging right now. Mike Perry versus Tim Means. Fan favorite fight here. Perry, the sizable favorite. I tell you what, I do not like Mike Perry at all i um, not a fan of Mike Perry as the person. I think he's an average fighter listening seven to six in the UFC. He's fought some good guys, but he's seven to six in the UFC. Okay. he has been slept before he, his cardio. issues a little bit wild, man. Seems like he, with his new lady, even though she's like 14, um, he's getting some things under control, right? He's, he's training, right? I think he lives in Texas. Maybe, maybe he's in Florida. I don't really know where he's at. Anytime anybody gets out of Florida, it's a fucking good thing. So I think he's in Texas. Cause I think that's where his lady's from. Anyway, Going to be a father soon. Hopefully, he's maturing. I know he's got his girl and someone else in his corner. Tim Means, this guy, Means business. You know what I mean? Uh, this dude is 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 a legit fucking scrapper. He's as tough as they come. Coming off a win over Lawrence Stapoli after getting knocked out by uh, Daniel Rodriguez. An embarrassing loss by Tim Means. Tim Means, slight dog here. I actually like Perry a lot in this fight. I like Perry in this spot at minus, uh, minus 142. I think he's very viable. Again, I don't pick Mike Perry often. I do not like him, but I think he actually matches up well with Tim Means. I think a lot of people are, are pre-tick picking Tim Means because of the underdog line, the fact that Perry is 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 average, but I think Perry's getting a lot better on the ground. I think the only way Tim Means is going to win this fight if if they get to the ground and, he, and he's got those long legs, he can throw up a triangle, he can throw up a choke or whatever. Um, you know, Perry's been submitted before. Cowboy got him off his back with the armbar and all that stuff, but I just think yeah, I just don't think it's gonna happen. Means is gonna gonna look to clinch, so gonna look to throw those knees, and I just think Perry, if he lands something over top, means his chin is is shaky shaky. Um, listen, Tim Means can come out there; he's gonna be aggressive. He's gonna come after Perry. It's gonna be a great fight. Both guys are gonna be bloody. But I think Eileen Perry has a favorite here. All right, Valentina Shevchenko versus Jennifer Maya. Maya's 1800 for Shevchenko. No respect to Maya. Maya's got an all-over record. Should have been in this spot. Obviously, if is going to win, the only way you're going to make money off this is if you bet the prop for a finish and, and maybe you pick the round right. That's the only way you're going to win money off her. Uh, you know, I can't even get behind Shachanko because yeah, he's great to watch, but it's like, I, you know, there's no, there's no betting there. What are you gonna put in a parlay to win 30 cents? There's just nothing there for me. Uh, main event defensive Figuero versus Alex Perez. Awesome main event, in my opinion. Perez, I think, is getting slept on a little bit. This guy's tough. He has one loss in UFC, that's a Joseph Benavidez. Ugly loss. It was the loss where he got like finished twice or whatever. Figueroa's only got one loss in UFC, Juice Vermeger, who they just cut. Um, is an absolute stud, Devison is. He's, he embarrassed Joe B his last time out, but Alex Perez is, is a young, hungry dog, and, he, and he's strong and he's tough and he's got a good chin. He's a little bit nastier. Joe B's on the end of his rope here, he's been around for a while. I really don't think he wanted that second fight with Devison. Um, and uh, you know, and and it showed the way he went out there. It was was sad to see because I do like Joseph Benavides, but I think Al Perez is a little bit different of a dog here. Uh, I think he's going to go after uh, Devinson. I think he's going to throw some leg kicks, really throw him off. I think he's going to throw some hands. I think there's going to be some big, big, powerful exchanges. Devinson's a fucking savage. I'm leaning Devinson at minus 320. That is very heavy. I wouldn't mind a poke at Perez here. I think a lot of people are are sleeping on him. Um, But I do like the line, actually, because Devinson hasn't created this huge... I'm a fucking absolute beast at 125 yet. He hasn't he hasn't put the fear in people like Shevchenko has. Um, 125 is definitely open and, and, and available. And Perez is a really tough guy. who has got some good wins on his record with some pop in his hand. So I think they place this right. I really do. A minus 320 for a Devin Figueroa fight where ne- if he absolutely steamrolls Perez, no matter who he's fighting next, he might be up in the 300, 400, 500 range, right? That's how dominant he might be as a champion. So you might... Get him at three twenty. I know this is crazy, but you might be getting him at a discount right now. But um, I, I, you know, I'm picking for uh, figure out for sure. But Perez is a guy who I think could surprise. I really do. All right, that's it. Um, that is the show. I'm gonna go have a baby uh, tomorrow. Well, I'm not, but my wife is because she's fucking amazing and incredible and smart and, and, and a superhero. I mean, listen, I don't know how women do it. I, I generally don't know how to do it. It is. Incredible. All right. That's it. That's the show. I will recap everything next week. Um, and then uh, obviously, I'll be active on Twitter, MMA Takes Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Twitter got IG stories. They're called Fleets now. So, I, I mean, I don't even know why I'm going to ever be on IG. I, I I hate Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter, MMA Takes Podcast. I do have an Instagram, though, MMA Takes Podcast on Instagram. YouTube channel, MMA Takes Podcast. Tim and Devin will be doing the pick them this week. So, you will have your picks out there. Um, yeah. That's it. Thank you. I'll see you. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. And get her down out there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Woo! Woo! Come on, baby. Woo! Hey, little pal, we don't want to- Come on, motherfucker, back. Come on. on Fuck up. Escort this gentleman to the door. Huh. Do you see that shit? That's yeah. Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dolan.